Hey everybody, welcome to the Colas Podcast. Today, it's a brand new year and it's an extra special day. We got two co-founders of Colas in the room and a great, great uh, local partner here from the Northern California region from LBS Distribution. So Justin, Joe from Colas and Ross from LBS Distro. Gentlemen, if I can call you that, welcome. Ah, thanks for having me. Now, now, are you gentlemen? Are you, are you guys all three really gentlemen? Yes, I'd like Not to believe that. Yeah. My yeah. mother raised me I, well. I, okay, <laughs> what's your definition of gentleman? A gentleman. Oh, well a little soft touch. Well <laughs> so I bet I bet the news media just loves you for that. <laughs> to be determined. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Yeah, the story's not over. <laughs> yeah. <this shit. laughs> Well, we got, we got Ross in here from LBS, and he's a great partner with Colas and the Colas family. And, uh, you know, we're based out of Northern California, and you're a, a NorCal kid, right? I am, yeah. But, but kind of like NorCal, not in the cities, not in the valleys. You're like sort of a mountain man or something, if I recall, so to speak, sort of up in the forest land. Yeah, Nevada County area. Nevada so Grass County. Valley, Nevada City, a little, a little further uh, in the woods from where there. Where the best weed comes yeah, from. Yeah, I was going to say, so growing up, you know, did you come across any of those grows up that way? <laughs> Yeah, they, they were very, very close. You know, yeah. I, I grew up where everybody grew. You know, the bus driver had to grow. The yeah. principal had to grow. Ooh. And so <laughs> cannabis was definitely, a, you know, a part of our culture and our, our life. So you knew where they were at. Were you a part of any of them? Uh, I mean, you know, real early on, I probably partaked in a little bit of a garden, a garden, not my garden, their gardens. And I apologize for that. It wasn't <laughs> much. It was just a little smoke here or there. But, you know, eventually, absolutely. And, you know, got involved in uh, understanding uh, the plant and, and why they were growing it and, you know, medicine and just everything around, you know, cannabis is, again, part of the culture up there. So, yeah. So, really, you laid your roots from those grows up there. You weren't planning. It just happened because it was in the mountain neighborhood, so to speak. And that kind of laid your path work coming forward to doing what you do today. Would you say that? Uh, a thousand percent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, uh, you know, my dad said, you know, he, he grew it for themselves. They didn't make money off it. It was literally between the, the tomato plants in the backyard. Yeah. But his friends and my neighbors were a little bit bigger growers. So, you know, Prop 215 hits. I'm 15. I get, you know, a couple pounds of uh, cannabis fronted to me, and I hitchhike to Oakland, go to the third floor, uh, tame, tame that, take that f not free cannabis, but cannabis I didn't put anything up for, exchange it for, you know, back then, $3,500, $3,700 a pound for outdoor. A co-op. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. And, and co it was medical, absolutely. It was a co-op. Yeah, 100%. Yep. Uh, and uh, go back up and make sure the gardener had enough fertilizer for next year and some seeds. There you go. Else. So you took care <laughs> of the it, source, it, 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 so to speak. It kept going in circles, and that was, yeah, that was, my, that was my, my entry to both cannabis as a business, but also uh, business in general. So Yeah. Some more I, I owe that to the plant, by the way. I agree. Respect. Nice place to come from. Yeah, thanks. Well, Justin and Joe, I, I take it you probably didn't come out of the mountains like that. We're pretty familiar with the mountains, but we didn't come up from yeah. mountains. So. So, so your road to cannabis maybe was paved more in the, the roads of asphalt in the city life? Yeah. So to speak? Yeah. It was, we, we, we had our trips to Oakland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been waiting in line in the same same, same lobby. Yeah, yeah. You know, you guys probably crossed paths once upon a time. You didn't Why even is know that it. guy looking at us. <laughs> Why does he have a backpack? Yo, where did where did he get that bag? That's a nice bag. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like it fits a lot. Yeah. So serendipitously, you guys passed yeah. historically, and now you come together again. 
you know, so uh, you guys aren't really competitors. You're more like partners. You're in the same industry. You've got some parallels, but you don't really clash with each other, for at least what I've observed. That's correct. Fair to say. Absolutely. Okay. So, you know, you guys are in growing companies. How do you work to get along? How do you work in a partnership, but not being in the same company? I'll let Ross take that first. Uh, you know, I, I, th I think that's pretty easy in this industry, you know, set apart from, you know, my, my feelings and relationships with both, with, with both Joe and G and, and Cola's family. But it's, uh, you know, not, not um, it's a tough business to be in. So when you see others in it, whether they're doing the exact same thing as you or another parallel within uh, the cannabis or another thing within cannabis, if they're doing it successfully, if they have a good reputation, uh, if, if they're doing good business uh, and they have good energy, it's really easy to uh, do business with. But also, uh, you know, separately, uh, Colas and, and, and these gentlemen here and, and LBS and our partnership has been amazing. We have so many things to help each other with. Uh, you know, Colas is an amazing retail outlet, amazing delivery service. Uh, these guys are promoting themselves, their products, and the products that they carry within this Sacramento region in a, in a very classy way, in a way that consumers are obviously buying into. So that's fun. And uh, hopefully we can provide and continue to provide materials that, that can offer uh, benefit to their customers, their stores, and that's working. So so all three of you have really been part of multiple companies, not just the companies you have now, but ancillary companies in the industry. And uh, Ross, recently, uh, I think uh, Growmark, you were part of Growmark, correct? Uh, Growbiz, yes. Yeah, so Growbiz, yeah, pardon we, me. Yes, yeah, exactly. I, I, I uh, was a founder and an owner at Growbiz. Legend. Legend. <laughs> so it built up and you, is that you, you sold it? You, yeah, I, part I, of it? I, I exited to Grow Generations. It's a, uh, the same exact type of company. Uh, they're a NASDAQ traded uh, supplier to growers. So uh, you got acquired? We got acquired, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, we, we took. And they're publicly uh, traded? They are, yeah. What's the symbol so people can go buy you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> GRWG, Grow Generations, yeah. They're, Grow they're on the NASDAQ. On NASDAQ. On NASDAQ. Fucking yeah. incredible. Yeah, and I guess for any of you who don't know, that's everything that you need to grow. It is. Ironic. Yeah. It's the shovels, the, the jeans, the sticks, the pans. You need the jeans. Beginning to be looking for gold naked. Yeah. And, the, and those guys <laughs> that, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're Grow Biz are now Grow Generation, are still with Grow Generation. Great team, uh, very knowledgeable growers with, yeah. with great supply and great pricing. Uh, they're still in the same location, same team, guys. How does that feel? Sacramento area. How does that feel to give a symbol? To a publicly traded company, like even though I know maybe like you sold it, but you still have a oh, I'm you're still invested absolutely. in it, I'm, I'm right? a major yeah, shareholder. So, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So that in saying that, like, doesn't that feel good? Yeah. To say you can invest in a little bit of me or or this vision or this endeavor. Yeah, the people, yeah, they, yeah. In, in the company. It's a very exciting. My my second time, you know, my first exit was uh, to Scott's Miracle Grow in 2015. That's right. I Another sold, mm -hmm. I sold my picks and shovels company, which was um, a major supplier to. Growbiz and other light companies, uh, grow Vermicrop uh, Organics, General Hydroponics, a lot of the supply side, and then I ran that company. So second time, I think the the point of that was, can I'm from a small town in the middle of the woods. And mm -hmm. all yeah, of I guess be was, careful what this comes. happened from this <laughs> this beautiful plant, this amazing story this plant has not me to take companies and the, what's happening in the in the business side of cannabis and and more than the business side in the in the access side the quality side the consumer side that people can get medicine and cannabis and use it freely and and how it's mixed up with the whole 
you know, publicly traded companies or companies yeah, like yeah. your guys's that are, you know, giving the access and the growth and the jobs and just the, just the pure, you know, energy, the bliss, the amazing energy that this plant's provided for so many people. I mean, so the cool. pioneering, yeah. you're, you're, you're like a pioneer without even knowing. I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, really like, think about it. You've multiple companies that are a plus till this day existing, doing great. That you sold, that you started, that you were a part of. So. Yeah, and I still get to sit with these guys, which is also really cool. Epic. Too. Yeah. Epic. Yeah. So I think you came from just that little picking you did in the neighbor's garden. <laughs> and look what it turned into. I, I guess, Eric, it. it's not what goes up the yeah. hill. It's what comes down the hill. You know? For all you young entrepreneurs out there, <laughs> heed the call. A legend. Yeah. Oh, it's epic. And, and for you to come back into the roots of the game is even awesome. Yeah, thanks. I'm I'm having fun and in, in enjoying seeing who's still in the space. You know, the guys like you guys who've been around it for so long. You know, I, I have respect for anybody who wants to play in the space with the plant and do all that stuff. But it's really cool to see, you know, guys and gals that are from the culture still being able to be a part of the business yeah. of the culture. It's really fun. Really fun. Culture carries. And yeah, you gotta, it someone's got to carry it. And it's an honor carry it with you yeah right on yeah so you've you've exited from a few of these other businesses but it sounds like you found a home here northern california just outside the metro area and a county and a local small city that's very cannabis friendly how did they take you in they're a real small community where you guys are at I think this is you Ross. yeah so uh west sacramento has been an amazing uh, jurisdiction to deal with you know they're they're, they were early on when we first bought the property and we first started looking towards getting licensing out there. Uh, they, they are a, they're, they're a business friendly environment. They, they are high and in, they're heavy industrial, they're commercial, they're distribution already. They, they took uh, and looked at uh, cannabis as just another business opportunity that was already regulated by the state and have been very friendly to work with a really good, really great uh, community of people that, uh, are just being smart about it, uh, not uh, emotional, uh, just smart. Uh, and so it's been West Sacramento. I, ca I can't say enough about mm -hmm. how good West Sacramento has been for cannabis and in the local community. Now you cross the river, you, you two coolest guys. Mm -hmm. What kind of love are you feeling from Sacramento? Sacramento's been good to us. Strive against <laughs> chaos. Chaos, right? Strive against chaos. <laughs> it's the foundation, you know, the regulatory bodies are here. Yeah. The BCC, yeah. CDFA. What kind of barriers do you think will fall this year? Brand new year, a lot of chaos for variable reasons in 2020. That's now 2021. What's going to happen with cannabis? Banking. C yeah, please. No. <laughs> Give me that. I'm not yeah. asking for much. Yeah. You, you, you take my tax money. You, you know that we're not criminal, <laughs> but you force us to act as a criminal enterprise yeah. by shuffling money we're not hiding it it's right here we're paying tax on it so. even with the metric yeah. everything's um, tracked I mean, yeah exactly what so. a great way to audit yeah it's, it's a there's a revenue match to metric That's and it. i think i don't think there's individuals that you can talk to at least you know who i do both on the federal level state level and even local level that don't believe banking should be in place yep. it's really just you know the movement of archaic rules and laws and and you know the background of enforcement on compliance and banking is, is really, it's in the background, but these, these banks want to do business with us. You know, they know it's here. They want to yeah. do the business. Uh, we, they know we're claiming everything. They know it's legitimate. And so it's just a little bit of tweak on the federal side. I think that, you know, the, this new banking act, the more act that we talked yeah. about today, yeah. I think, I think it's on the horizon. And, and so the, 
for me, the t- 2021 answer is I, th- I think we get banking this year. At least really strong momentum to know we're going to have it, you know, in the very near future. So, I'd have to agree. Hey, Quite Joe, you're still there? I'm still here. Hey. <laughs> He's contemplating the new year. Yeah. Yes. Ma- making I'm, your resolutions I'm, I'm, right now? I'm recovering from 2020. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long haul. Yeah, it was a good one. <laughs> Well, we'll give you a couple more minutes to kind of reflect. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Colas and LBS Friends. Welcome back, everybody, to the Colas Podcast. Today's our very special day with Justin and Joe from Colas and Ross from LBS Distribution. All Northern California great cannabis businesses ready to take over the state and beyond. So cannabis has changed in the past few years. It was kind of esoteric, as you mentioned, kind of Ross, going to Oakland with a backpack, indiscriminate, nobody knows who you are, nobody knows what you're doing. And now we look at 2021, it's become an industry of brands. Colas is a brand, LBS is a brand, and LBS, because you're a distro, you've got a lot of other brands under your roster. So are those your own brands? Are they white labeled? Are they just partnerships to distribute? Maybe just we could touch on, a, on just a handful of those. Like you've got Puff, Simply Cannabis, West Coast Trees, Woodland Reserve. Yeah, so LBS is a distribution business. Uh, our brand uh, uh, is LBS, but it's of a distribution company, not mm-hmm. a product company. Cool ass name. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, so, you know, the, the <laughs> LBS. LBS, yeah, pounds, whatever you want to call it. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, you know, yes, you named some really of, you know, some of the top brands that we carry, Puff pre-rolls. I know that Cola's is a major, um, you know, supplier of uh, Puff pre-rolls in the Sacramento area and now delivering. So get, get it to your door. Uh, and uh, Puff is uh, grown here in Northern California. It's a full flower uh, pre-roll. Uh, they, uh, you know, are, is it, they're, they're created right here in West Sacramento uh, they are fresh. They're ground. They're sorted. It's re- we're really proud of the the Puff brand. Those guys do a great job uh, at keeping their quality, at maintaining that 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 it's a pure flower pre roll, not cutting corners like you see with a lot of companies. And so yeah, with Puff pre rolls, Puff loaded, and uh, and uh, yeah, they're they're distributed across the state. Uh, Colas again carries them in every location. They carry them all their in all their. Uh, delivery services now and i know that we do good business with uh, puff pre-rolls with colas well i see a local name here woodland reserve right up the road from you there yeah woodland reserve is grown in woodland right outside of oh, it's in yolo county but it's right outside of woodland and it's a uh you know it's a it's a it's a greenhouse brand it's it's glo- it's grown in uh, light supplemented light controlled temperature controlled greenhouses it's a really high quality flower right uh, here locally now, this one's got the cool name. When you, when you go into a dispensary, don't you're looking for, and you find Simply Cannabis. How did that come about? I, for exactly that reason, uh, I think there was, you know, there's a lot of uh, kind of hype and hype brands, and, and that's great, and they're exciting, and depending on what you like to smoke and if it really matches up to the hype, uh, and Simply was really to be, you know, exactly what it is, a Simply Cannabis uh, simply does not grow all their cannabis. Simply has really great procurement people who pick the cannabis that meets their standards and really puts it in for a great price. You know, uh, you you you. I I I'd be 
uh, as a cannabis smoker myself, a longtime cannabis smoker, somebody who who really enjoys cannabis and all types of cannabis, by the way, uh, you know, you, you'd be hard pressed to find a better weed for a better price than simply cannabis. It's just stuff that you know people don't put a brand name on, but you go, you open that weed. It's high quality. It's fresh. It's small stem. It's really a lot of bud. It's really quality stuff. I I open Consistent. that on a regular basis myself, uh, and so that's Consistent. that's the thing. It's not the hype brand. It's simply cannabis. It's just trying to give you the consistent you know product for the price, right? So. Speaks for itself. No fans, no frills. Simply cannabis. Simply cannabis. Great name. So uh, I see one product you have that's very cool. I actually bought it for a secret Santa and gave it to somebody. I'm going to have to tell the person that I'm the, that guy because I want to know how it was. Self-baked cookies. Uh-huh. Now, was that your idea, your company's idea? Uh, Somebody brought it to you? Again, well, BS is a distribution, so we get yeah. the, we get the the benefit of taking you know you know people's work and you know whether it's Simply Cannabis Puff or Self-Baked mm-hmm. or all these br- brilliant companies we get to work with and brilliant brands we get to work with. And you know, this guy's uh, you know really it's a cool product. It's got a great name. Uh, it's a really good quality product. We were out here, you know, talking to some colas, uh, some colas peeps out here, and and uh, and had a, some really great feedback from it. Uh, but yeah, it's a hundred milligrams that bakes in a pan. And you can and you can get the the uh, self baked pan. You get to make your own fresh brownies, cookies, and a bunch of different recipes. This guy has, and, and by the way. It, it's no no crap, and these it's quality. It tastes really good. I mean, I, we were getting rave reviews as we walked around out here. And, I actually ate the dough and, without cooking. Ooh, think, that's it, the best way. I just went for it. Hey, that's just sell the cookie perfect. dough. No, no need to bake. You know, I mean, I, I'm not, you know, there's some great edibles out there, guys, really good edibles, yeah. but there's nothing like a fresh, warm yeah. brownie or a fresh, mm-hmm. warm chocolate chip cookie, right? Right, if you're stuck like at a, home and you just got to cook. It's like, know, a so. Papa Murphy. Yeah. it's like a Papa Murphy <laughs> concept. <laughs> and and as, as a guy who doesn't eat a Take lot of edibles, but I smoke you know there's there's some there's some coolness to rolling your own doobie there's some yeah, coolness absolutely. to rolling your own blunt there's a little you know a little, relationship yeah mm-hmm. so so baking your own you know yeah. and it's it makes it simple enough so For if you sure. already baked a little too much and you still want to bake yeah. some more you can figure it out you know it's <laughs> a tribal tradition <laughs> but yeah so we're, we're having fun with that brand and we're really we're really proud to have that brand on and i know colas is already doing really well with it you guys have it in all your stores you're delivering yeah. it and so yeah we're excited about that so Phil, for all three of you guys, what does it take to come up with a new brand? We're seeing um, just about six months ago, there was a great article written in Canada about women as cannabis consumers and also cannabis purchasers. They make up almost two-thirds of cannabis consumption. Imagine that. But purchasing, they're barely a third. So self-baked, I'm going to be a little sexist here. Mm-hmm. Self-baked cookies probably goes very well with women, I'm thinking. Just guessing. Possibly. So... Here's a, a new market of people don't think they think of, you know, heavy bud, pertain to guys, these heavy, aggressive names, heavy hitters, right? Things of that nature. But how are you tapping into the women and also bringing women into your companies? I'm seeing more female faces in all these companies and suddenly what's, what's attracting them? What's bringing them up and helping them elevate up into the ranks of the company? Joe, hmm. that's a good question. Why is it coming to Joe? I don't understand. We thought we wake you <laughs> up. Because you've been telling me you've been cooking like, lately. Yeah. Yeah. I have, cooking I have in he's in touch lately. with his feminine this side. This is true. I've been getting in touch. <laughs> good <laughs> memory. Good one. I like that. So uh, how do you get more women involved? That's, that's the question. Both as customers yeah. and into your company that's growing. Yeah. I mean, look, it's, it's, it's part, of the, uh, part of this process, right? You know, it, it's been predominantly male dominantly uh, industry to start off it look it's pretty scary doing this thing back back when we started it so that makes sense you know and then uh, you know ultimately 
uh, look, uh, w women make some of the greatest brands. They make some of the uh, you know greatest things out there, just like men do. It's just it's just more available now, and you know I, I think there's going to be a lot of cool brands coming out. Mm -hmm. So serendipitous what were we just talking about Ross? yeah we were. i mean talk about weird right yeah. like you had a microphone in our pocket eric that that's kind of how it was <laughs> but what a beautiful ways. question and i and i want to respond to that question me personally uh, the industry's potential is that adorable i mean look at that that you can tap into any market from women to children i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> but listen there is a medicinal need yes, epilepsy yep. various other oh, issues absolutely. i mean look if the body recognizes it as a vegetable and i have to give my child something i would be as a parent me personally for a medicinal medical absolutely. purpose in a heartbeat Definitely. because there's no side effects it's, mm -hmm. it's natural our pets also yeah of course Matt, sassy i mean yeah. my love miniature dotson killer remember oh, yes. sassy pants yeah you know what kept her going is cannabis believe mm -hmm. it or not the cbd her joints and so on anti-inflammatory but that being said back to your question the brands is explosive i think this is a unique era that we can create a pepsi a coca-cola a johnson and johnson you have to understand something about the brands in the product industry we have a capability that nobody in the marketplace does in a normal world, if we created something, let's assume I want to get in the lotion business. Let's assume I want to get in a cookie business. The hoops and the boundaries, believe it or not, to be able to create a brand and actually compete with the 2,888 chocolate companies, Hershey's, uh, Snickers, and Reese's, so on and so on, etc. But think about this, that if I put THC in that chocolate, it now becomes uh, pounds chocolate, cola's uh, bar. You understand? We have a potential right now to be able to be competitive in an arena that nobody can enter because we are pioneers. And to take advantage of that in a sense of providing a quality consistent product like Ross just talked about with the brands he has and also the brands that they distribute. I mean, this is the opportunity at hand. And, and it's such a abundant availability that's what makes it so cool yeah this 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 plant for me for uh you know it's it's been my my open my my door opener for uh relationships in a lot of different ways but you know it's you know i've i'm coming from where we talked about earlier from i'm from the country out in grass valley out mm -hmm. in the woods you know it's, cannabis has allowed me to open my doors and uh, open doors and relationships that i would not normally have had whether it's cultural differences or or ethnic or or women or whatever it is and so it's really cool to see what cannabis is doing right now and that is it doesn't matter who you are there's somebody in your circle that has a has a, a relationship with cannabis and so uh, now now that this is happening a lot of women and man some women brands some some you know oh, yeah. they're really cool and uh and and they're being open about it because it's been happening already so the honesty that's coming out and so uh, I, I'm excited about, you know, having as many differences within our organization and on our team so that we can get uh, the right marketing products, you know, to, to everybody, like whatever, 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 who you are, it doesn't matter who you are, what your background is. Like if you have a relationship with cannabis, it's cool to be able to potentially offer a product or a brand that you relate to and that you can then buy and, and get quality cannabis from. So Lifestyle, that's, that's fun. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. Agreed. Well, on something you just said, Ross, let's pivot for a moment. And it's a little sharper, 
little deeper discussion. We'll touch on it briefly, but you talked about relationships, men, women, ethnic cultures. There's been headlines, even just recently I read again that uh, there was a black gentleman who came out and says, you know, the modern cannabis industry was built on the backs of the black culture, and yet I'm still seeing in many boardrooms a lot of white men. Somebody said that? It was a headline I read on a blog just recently. Our boardroom minority is the white man. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I, I can see how that can take an effect. But, I mean, we're a lot of minorities in this business, I think. And I think a lot of people, right? I mean, if, a lot of uh, perception of our industry is MedMen, is uh, these larger mm-hmm. publicly traded, forward-facing, you know, marketed businesses, right? I think that's where it is because I'm, we're, we're, when, I, when I go and talk, I have my, I mean, most of my product meetings, most of my, my even my own internal meetings, I just, it's, 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 broad, it's a broad spectrum where I'm at. No, I mean, in the industry as a whole. I mean, the first yeah. equity applicant out of Oakland, we've met her, amazing yeah. woman. But, you know, I think if you have passion, Nothing should hold you back, especially in an industry that you know so much about. Like, I feel like if you've been smoking it, you've had a relationship. And if you don't grow that relationship, no different from a female, a brother, mm-hmm. a sister, a mother, a father. If you don't grow that relationship, it stays where it's at. And then you can look at that and say, you're not being a good dad or I'm not I don't have that environment or I don't you're not being a good sister or brother. I mean, you know, but truly, if you're passionate that you build on that relationship, that's what I had. Joe used to go on missions with me to get an eighth. <laughs> I used to go behind Safeway, open it, it asked mold. He's like, bro, those are fucking crystals. <laughs> <laughs> That's powdery mildew. Powdery sugar. Yeah. I'm like, you know, and then he just he'd get mad at me. He's like, why are we driving for an hour to look for this OG Kush? Just aren't you seeing like 18 different buds? That smells I'm the like, same. Uh, that smells the same. Yeah. Listen, so yeah, if, if you had four bucks in a in a tank of gas, you had you had but, to conserve. You know, Smoke a little powder. <laughs> I said before, I mean, I remember the one time we were on Bradshaw on Folsom Boulevard. I'll never forget. And I looked at him and, I, you know, he was like, why do we got to go through these missions to get this act? Always, you know, I'm a hunter for good herb. But I built on that relationship. And I think mm-hmm. that anybody who feels that the industry is lacking of a certain ethnicity or a per, or a certain person, such as women or some men or maybe for whatever, I'm just generalizing it. I think that... This industry is the only industry that offers an opportunity to everybody. The question is, who's going to go for it? Mm-hmm. Who's going to dedicate? Because this isn't easy. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, it's a, it's a, right? All three guys. Trials and tribulations. Look, there, there's no questions that the African American community has been disenfranchised, probably the most, yeah. uh, of the, the the you know laws of cannabis. Uh, Absolutely. You know so. Uh, as far as you know, understanding that going forward, you know we've—I I don't know if this is working. Okay, it is working now. <laughs> we've definitely extended our hands uh, to you know, Colas has, and uh, I'm sure LBS has, uh, you, you know, done a lot of things to be able to open these relationships up and help them. Uh, oh, what the equity program? Uh, for we sure. just donated two hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars through the Sacramento Cannabis Industry Association. Yeah, and thank to, you for that, no, Sacramento, Sacramento. Sacramento, should thank you for that. But you know, well. we're we're about showing. And today, okay. I was yep. on the radio station with the Black Chambers, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. J. King, and mm-hmm. I told you know, I'm for us, it's our duty to help as much as we can to do right. But you know, we think globally, but as a company, we act locally. But I think mm-hmm. the energy that we take on. That's not even for us. We want to help as much as, we and can. I think that's. I think that rings true in the 
the true cannabis culture that we have and on the business side too it's like we did not get here through some adversity not comparing adversities right but mm -hmm. we did not as yeah. cannabis people who were here 10 years ago mm -hmm. five years ago even right that you didn't you didn't stay in this business you weren't successful in this business without you know being part of some adversity it's just there's the reality of it and most sure. of us only could take that risk because of you know probably from adversity from before that in the background so again so, so to recognize that 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 this plant is a pathway for people who don't look the parts you know smell the right. part went to went did the part you know it is this this is inclusive you know, it, it attracted people who were willing to take a risk for something they believed in because everybody knows cannabis is not evil yeah, this oh, it's, the, it's the only thing right. that I've ever seen bring every type of person 100%. in one room. I used to look 100%. in our lobby many moons ago. There was not a single type of person that was not standing in a lobby or a venue or wherever we're at that relates on one term, cannabis. Man, you, you could put yourself in a pretty big pinch, yeah. right, in, in with with a with a real recent relationship. You pull out some kind, bud. And you roll one up. The magic happening. I mean, you 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 can you can make friends that didn't mean to be yeah. friends. You know a what friend I mean. With weed exactly. is a friend indeed. <laughs> friend indeed. And and there's there is a bit of a yeah. you know there's a bit of a peace offering when you break out weed. Yeah. Right. There's a bit of a peace yeah. offering no matter what, what situation you're in. Yeah. And so yeah, for that reason, yeah, absolutely. And, but that goes with our personality as a cannabis consumer. You feel me? Like that that is our job to include as much as we can and help who we can. So back to your earlier question, uh, we love to act locally, but thinking globally in mind. So if we can take what we do on a micro level as company and people to help, I think that problem should be solved. Uh, and I'd, I'd like to say that, you know, from, for me, and it's not blowing smoke colors. You guys have been very um, out front, very giving to the city right here in Sacramento, giving back in the, you. around your community of retail stores. I know that you guys do a lot. You put your name out there, but you also put your, your your hand out you put your money out we didn't you know, put our name out there but, we used to do but, it and never put no our no name no out i just there, mean Ross. i just mean like you you see colas out there but meaning that you guys are using that to give back to the communities absolutely because respectful. we live here like i clean yep. up the poop I, you should see the amount of turds i pick up on a weekly basis <laughs> and i don't mean like animal turds yeah i, I get it yeah yeah no <laughs> your, 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 your take on all that stuff is very humble by the way you know you and i've hung out about, quite a bit but you I, I like i like your you know you're so cool calm and collected about it and, and well, so i'm for, broken yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but i'd say i'd say you know not too tolerant so don't 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 you know mistake that for oh, weakness no, no, but but you, yeah. your tolerance no, and your, your ability to but but to we're look, here to, to serve. not look down and we're here to serve i out. think i think as a company as lbs or colas or anybody uh, within the industry that it's a, such a small industry eric there's no yeah. there's no real competition it's actually value it's a village yeah imagine adding more people that can help you build and help you know make roads make bridges yeah. make homes it's it's that much of such a young community of or an industry that we haven't begun yet we're just so so last last but not least but along those lines for sacramento i'd like to say i we need consumption lounges what do you guys think about consumption lounges? Yeah, working on it. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking. I'm, I'm thinking. For me, you know, I'm like, I, and don't get me wrong. I, I, I enjoy sure. a beer. I like to drink. But if you got a bunch of people pouring out of a bar, last call, mm. or you got a bunch of people walking out of a of a consumption club, you know, what I mean, who do you want? Who do you, you want to run into? It, yeah, exactly. Who do you want to yeah. say hi to and have yeah. a conversation <laughs> with? Most likely on the higher percentage, right? Yeah. So, I'm, I'm looking forward to you guys having some consumption lounges here. 
so I can come and partake. For, and, from your lips to God's I ears. I think the future's <laughs> bright. Yeah. Good. Uh, definitely. Yeah. 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 I think we might have more consumption lounges than yeah. we can consume. We'll do it. We'll do uh, <laughs> I know. I know Puck. Because the city needs money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everything's been shut down. It's yeah. crazy. Well, in, in most consumption, let's go rooftop with them if we can. You know, uh, I, way I, to heaven. I saw that in Colorado, <laughs> and it's epic, man. Yeah, it is. That would be fantastic when that day comes. So you guys have been through the, the tribulations, all the turbulence that's gone on, but you had to be virgins at one point. So what was it like your first time? And who were you with? I can go just to make it simpler for like, you guys. Justin, you are on I the saw mark the right fingers. now. Uh, first time, I think 13, 14 years old, mm -hmm. ditch school, uh, Fulton and Hurley area. And it was a metal pipe that broke up in pieces. Very dangerous looking. And I remember learning in school to stay away from pipes. But I remember that first hit. I was high for like 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> it was epic. And that was my first experience. Wow. Ditching school and, and taking a hit. And then you fell in love. Ever since. I've maybe, since I was 13 years old, the only time I've stopped is if I've been in a position where I can't stop. You can imagine what that would be. Yeah. We'll leave that to all our listeners' imaginations. <laughs> I guess it all goes back to school, right? Somehow cannabis was always available. Yeah. You know. And the school ground is the grounds of yeah. learning. So, Joe, what did you learn at school? I learned a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but uh, smoking weed was, was one of yeah. them. So, definitely. So, yeah. your first time, did it, did it open your mind, allow new ideas to penetrate, or did you just go right to sleep? Um. What was the first time like? I don't even remember. It was just something that I, that I thought was, you know, just enjoyable. And, yeah. So it puts you just in a place you wanted to be, a good place. Sure. You go, this feels right, it feels good. Yeah. I think I'll do it again. Yeah. Okay. I haven't hurt nobody. <laughs> He's like, I haven't moved for six hours. <laughs> I'm in the same position I was 20 years ago. <laughs> that was the self-baked you ate. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. oh, man, I have edible stories. I don't want to get in there. Well, we might, we might, might get on one here before we leave. <laughs> so, Ross, your first time. What was her name? <laughs> uh, so, you know, I, I actually, I, I don't tell the story very often. My mom's going to hate me, but... Uh, you know, where I'm from, again, use your alias. very, 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 <laughs> uh, you know, I'd say, you know, use hippie as a term, but it's very liberal, very, mm -hmm. very cannabis. Uh, just that's where I'm from. So I came home, uh, must have been first, maybe second grade, I think first grade and got off the bus. And my mom has was a rocking chair and she'd be smoking weed in the front uh, on the on the front. Oh, this nice. Is a what have you? And so I'd come up and I said, I, I said, Mom, I know I know what you're doing. I said, you're you're, you're smoking cannabis. And at that time, I had a, a class during that day or some sort of, you know, school function in my class where dare, dare to keep off whatever oh, it is. Oh, dare right. to keep no, your kids I, off drugs. Dare to keep your kids off drugs came them. in <laughs> and they had shown the kids. I, I'm pretty sure it's first grade. They, they let us smell what cannabis smelled like. Only in Grass Valley. <laughs> this is Campbellville. They did not do that this shit. Is That's why it's called Grass oh Valley. I don't believe it was actually marijuana in the bag, yeah, but it was just the yeah. scent. Yeah. Or maybe it was. I'm not, you know, this is me making this up in my head, you know, 22 years later. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. <laughs> but, you know, anyway, uh, long story shorter than longer. Uh, you know, and she said, she said, you know, this is cannabis. And she said, this is really, you don't want to do this. This is bad for your lungs until you're an adult and you make your own decision. And I said, you know, I think I do. And so she, she, she pulls the joint down and, and allows me to take a drag off the joint from her rocking chair on my front porch at whatever age that is. And I 
died, <coughs> just died <laughs> hacking. And and I don't remember smoking weed my first time, but I don't think it was for you know twelve thirteen years you yeah. know, until I was twelve or thirteen years old. I don't really don't remember my first time, but that, that was, was my actual good first time. <laughs> and I don't know if I got high or not. I just remember my lungs hurting so bad <laughs> that I didn't want to take another hit of it. But that's that's my true well, story on the first cough. time. You oh, got yeah. high. I probably ate whatever. It was, yeah, yeah. That's why you could <laughs> smoke hard now. Yeah, I, I can smoke. <laughs> you hard got now. iron lungs. But that is actually the first time I ever smoked yeah, marijuana. These are great lessons for parents. <laughs> Yeah, this is how you. Now, now that's a good mom, you know, <laughs> raising your kid correctly. Now you're a successful businessman it's because nice. of mom smoking in that rocking yeah. chair. Yeah. yeah, sold two businesses, part of one of the most successful businesses in Sacramento, and, and give him some more weed. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this plant, right? This plant. Yeah, it's beautiful. This beautiful, beautiful plant. Mother Nature. Yeah. Well, on that note, gentlemen, before we part, to our listeners, throw throw a bone out there. One or two great cannabis stories you had. Usually they're centered around edibles, but if it's not an edible, something. You had just this fantastic, either life-changing experience, horrid experience, funny experience, some experience. Cannabis altered you in some way during that event. My story is after consuming so much of it, I decided to actually make it. And that's where I approached my friend over there, my uh, brother from another mother. <laughs> and and I said, I, I'm consuming so much, how do I... <laughs> how do I grow it? How do we grow it? And uh, that was the question that really led us to a, a dream. And uh, that's where I learned manufacturing, growing cannabis, and, and all these other great things about the plant. And that just that love and that passion yeah. grew into actually learning how to grow relationships, how to grow friendships, how to grow businesses. So fantastic. Now, that's what cannabis is about. Opens yeah. your mind, opens your life, yeah. elevates your life. I'm, I get so high, my secret to success, which most people don't know, and I'll kind of give it up now. My secret to success is I am so lit on consumption. I love cannabis so much. I can't tell reality from where my mind's at. So whatever I think in my mind, I don't know if it's reality or I'm just high. <laughs> so sometimes I'm living reality, but maybe it's a high reality. But is it reality when I make you're, it? You're in the third dimension. As long as it's good, it's it's, it's so good. You're in the third dimension. <laughs> it's so good. It's right. Like Joe's first experience. Oh, edible experience. Well, oh, yeah. Oh. Well, since you brought it up. Oh man, my edible experience was horrible. Yeah, yeah this is the first store that we opened up, and we've been working for 12, 13 hours straight. I haven't had nothing to eat, so I look at these cookies on the shelf, and I've mm. never had an edible in my life. Okay, I've had smoked weed, but definitely never had it back then they were saran wrap they were so saran you oh. see the delicious <laughs> yeah it looked amazing right yeah. and, uh, and i've had nothing to eat the whole day this is probably about you know Hungry, 9 10 p.m uh, we're, we're getting ready to go home I, I take a cookie i'm like this is really good i have another one mind you there's no dosage <laughs> dosing back then so you i don't know how many no, no 100 gram just one corner was a thousand two hundred grams <laughs> <laughs> depending on which depending on which corner you ate but yeah anyway. exactly i ate the whole thing i just ate to the make second sure. one and i said okay you know, this was good yeah. i start getting my car start driving 10 minutes later i'm holding on to dear life on the steering wheel <laughs> and barely i i must have been doing 10 15 miles per hour <laughs> <laughs> you know i see these cars passing by and i'm thinking you know why are they why is everyone I'm going to <laughs> so, well, yeah so i took myself to the hospital and uh, <laughs> 
I told them I was dying. <laughs> and so how hard did they laugh when you said that? Oh, man, they had a good blast. <laughs> Apparently yeah, that happens a lot. I didn't know. I didn't know that, but so many people go to the hospital oh, yeah. after an edible, and, and they think they're dying. They're like, yeah. just drink no, milk. No, that, that was probably easy 1,500 milligrams or something yeah. like that. You know, <laughs> But milk, milk, is, milk is a good calm down. You ever yeah. ah, no, they yeah. put me in the corner and they just every once in a while come check up on me, laugh at me. And <laughs> just, they, yeah. they know eventually it's going to wear yeah, off. Yeah, for fine. sure. Eventually. Right. Now, the, the big question is, you said this was the, like the night before your first store opening? The night before my first store. At, did the store get open in time? The store got open. And you were there? Yes. Perfect. Yeah, I, I, when I went uh, home. Well, I'll be the judge of that. Physically, he was there. <laughs> uh, you know, the store there. was open. I was he there. was stumbling in. <laughs> It took you about it. another week before you actually what were there. Where am I? What would they charge you for that emergency room visit? Was there a big uh, bill? Do you have insurance? Or trade? No, no, no I had insurance. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, a, you know, $50 to walk in, and then it was a great laugh they had. Yeah, so. yeah. The quarter milk. Got it. Yeah. yeah. I thought they'd just trade you a couple ounces or something, but no. Not this round. <laughs> well, gentlemen, we did come full circle. I agree. You all three are gentlemen. You've proved it Thank with you. your conversations today. So let's throw one headline out there. It's, it's a new, fresh year for start. 2021 how do you feel in the blank on 2021 wow what a well, way to ask a question man. yeah 2021 i'm excited about 2020 i'm excited about every day every year you know yeah. i look back at 2020 and and i think you know you know um obviously for those who suffered in any way you know i obviously that's not it's it's been a, it's been a rough year for some at yeah. the same time if you're breathing right if you're if you're here uh, if you're able to look at 2020, if you're if you're hearing this conversation, if we're talking about, it, I just I just positive. 2021 is going to be, um, you know, a great year. I think it's a great year uh, for cannabis, especially in a lot of ways. Um, I'm excited about our mission at LBS to be everyone's favorite dealer. We want to have it. We want to have it on time. We want to have the good stuff. Uh, so yeah, I'm just looking forward to uh, today, tonight, and tomorrow. And I second that. Agree. 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 Well said. Wait, that's a way to wrap it up, guys. Justin, Joe, Colas, Ross, LBS. Fantastic. You guys are pioneers in the industry. Thank you for all that you do globally and locally. We look Thank forward you. to great things this year and beyond. And thanks Thank for having Eric. me. Thanks, Eric. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Ciao from the Colas family. Yeah.